Hello, friends. Welcome back to Love Wrestling. Spencer Love here. I'm super excited to get to interview another one of the Pacific Northwest's finest. Someone super new to professional wrestling. It's always fun for me when you get to go through and we'll chat about it in a bit here, but go through on like Rookie of the Year awards and all that sort of stuff. But before we do that, Amira, thank you for taking the time for me today. How are you doing? What's new? Hi. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me on. I'm I'm doing well, you know, just busy, busy. <laughs> It's been a nonstop <laughs> roller coaster for me recently. <laughs> well, and it's a very good problem to have. At least I would have to assume, because like I was telling you before we started recording, like once I first saw you pop up in your match with match for Defy with TFA, it feels like you've been everywhere. We're seeing you on AEW Dark. You're getting in the ring with 5CC, which I think is just a super cool promotion in and of itself. So let's dive right in. Let's start right at the very beginning. Right. I was super, super interested finding out that not only did you get into wrestling a little later in life, I'm sort of in the same boat, but uh, you got into wrestling with Lucha Underground? Yeah, yeah. No, I, so I had an ex-boyfriend who he and his friends had watched wrestling when they were younger, but like they kind of stopped a little bit. But then... um a couple of years, a few years ago, I broke my ankle. I was kind of bedridden for a while. Um, so my ex-boyfriend tried to get me to watch wrestling and he showed me Lucha Underground. And I was really hooked after the first episode. I think it's because of all the storylines and everything. It just made it interesting. And then, yeah, and then I got fascinated by all the athletics and just everything that people were doing. So yeah, Lucha Underground was my first exposure. I was going to say, and I, I love me some Lucha Underground. Don't don't take that mm -hmm. in the wrong way by any means. But it's it's very different than sort of your traditional wrestling like you'd see with WWE or AEW or even mm -hmm. on the independent level. So after you start to watch Lucha Underground, you get in. Um, what sort of got you into sort of more mainstream or even independent wrestling from there? Yeah, um, I think from there, um, I watched one of the first few aw pay-per-views with some of my friends at first i was like still kind of on the fence about it but mm -hmm. then they took me they wanted to take me to a live show and at that point like i already knew like i knew who pentagon was orange cassie i knew all that from what they had shown me so i'm like okay well we'll go to a live show and i'll at least know some people so the first live show I ever went to was the first roseland show that prestige did in portland oh cool yeah um so I went there and being in front of everything, because we were like second row. So we were way up right there, the close to the ring and everything. <laughs> um, and it was just exhilarating. After that, like we went to some local shows and then I was like, I got to go up to Defy. So I went with one of my other friends to go see Defy. And I was in, I was hooked. I was telling them, we got to go to another <laughs> show. We got to go. We got every single weekend. I wanted to go to a new show. And I was the one that would coordinate, like getting all the tickets and everything. Cause I'm kind of a, I like to coordinate things. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw on Instagram too. It's funny you mentioned Roseland there. Cause like, how cool is it for you now that you've wrestled for the year, you went to the first prestige show there that you've had the opportunity to wrestle for them now. Oh my gosh. It was so, it was such a crazy experience because it was a last minute thing because Killer Kelly couldn't make it mm -hmm. um, to the last Roseland show. And um, they were like, hey, do you want to, because I was already going to be there anyways, because um, it's in my area. And they're like, do you want to wrestle? I was like, are you kidding me? 
um, so yeah, and then getting to wrestle Sumi Sakai as well, like it was a wild experience. I'm so like grateful for it. But it was just crazy, like standing there in that building, in that ring, knowing that the first Rosen show was the first live show I ever went to. It's like a full circle kind of moment. That's so cool. And like getting the opportunity, obviously through a bit of different circumstances to wrestle Sumi Sakai or like, wasn't your first singles match against Sue Young? Yes. My first singles match was against Sue Young. (laughs) (laughs) F-U-C-K? I know. I know. It's another one of those things like, oh, they told me that. And I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) But super grateful. It's just, it's a privilege to get to work with so many talented people right out the gate. Um, Yeah. That's really, really cool. How far into your training were you by that point? Um, I was, I was about, yeah, I was like a year in. I think the school opened, Oregon Pro Wrestling School opened like June 2021. And then I debuted July 2022. So, What's the experience been like training there? I had the opportunity actually to chat with Ricky a few months ago. Um, mm-hmm. And just what a great guy, obviously, but I've never wrestled a day in my life. So it's not like I can <laughs> give any sort of uh, training experience, so to speak. So mm-hmm. what's it been like working there? It's it's a really positive, um, motivating environment. Um, the school is very much about putting in the work yourself, but trying to help people out while you do it as well. So it's been, I train like four days a week. I still pretty much train four days a week. So I really go hard into it. Um, and I, I love like getting to help all the new people that come through as well. So yeah. It's probably like the highlight of my week besides getting to wrestle on the weekends is to go and just <laughs> perfect this thing that I've grown to love, you know? What inspired you to step into the ring? Because it seems like you've got a fairly, not even fairly, a very athletic background from just going through uh, going through and doing my prep for the interview. Um, but what drew you to getting inside the ring? Because I'd have to guess it's very different than Zumba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's different. Um, definitely different. I, I started getting into athletic things. Like I started weightlifting in high school and then got more into it in college. And then I, that's when I started teaching fitness. So I started with Zumba and all that stuff. Um, okay. I had grown up dancing most of my life. I think it just got to the point where I was doing all this working out, getting super athletic. And I'm like, okay, I need something to do with all this. So for a while, it was rock climbing. Um, oh, rad. Yeah, so I would do that really regularly with all my friends. Um, but then I broke my ankle doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that kind of put me out for the like three months. I was not able to use my leg at all. Um, but then after that, with the wrestling, when I was watching, when I went to the live shows, I don't know what came over me, but I looked at it and I'm like, I could do that. And I had grown up like doing musical theater um, most of my life as well. So not only is it athletics, but it's like, it's also kind of dancing and musical theater as well. If you think about it, it kind of marries the two. Absolutely. I've always said like wrestling is this weird acrobatic live improv sport, whatever. Like you can throw any word on it and it fits into some sort of box, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And I mean, part of the reason I got into fitness initially is because I really just, I genuinely enjoy making people happy. And like Zumba gave me a level of confidence that I really didn't like expect to get from it because I had to like 
oh, like body issues and stuff like that. But once I got into Zumba, it really helped me get through that stuff. So when I got into Zumba, my goal was to help people get through that themselves. And now with like wrestling, I love making people happy. This is another venue to make people happy. So it's been great. Yeah. That's really, really awesome. I'm going to jump ahead a bit. Well, I'm going to jump around throughout the whole thing, to be quite honest with you. But it's pretty cool to me. You know, you're a year in. You're the 2022 DOA Rookie of the Year. Does that mean a little bit extra to you? Or when you get like, I know a lot of people in professional wrestling, just given what wrestling is, have varying opinions on awards and that sort of thing. But what's it mean to you to earn something like that in your first year? Yeah, um, definitely means quite a bit just because so much happened within my year of training before I debuted, just like in my personal life and just with wrestling, just the amount of hours and work. And, you know, sometimes you're like, I don't know if any of this is going to pay off. I don't know why I'm doing this sort of, cause it gets hard. It definitely gets hard. Um, but being able to know that I did what I'm starting to do what I set out to do, which is be a great wrestler, but also get people to enjoy what I'm doing because the only way I get an award like that is if people acknowledge and see what I'm doing. Um, So yeah, just getting to be the DOA rookie of the year. It's very meaningful because it's like, I am on the right track. I'm doing what I set out to do. So it's kind of a motivator for me. You're coming up at a pretty cool time for the Pacific Northwest as far as wrestling goes. Obviously, everybody looks to Defy, but you look at Oregon, you look at Prestige, mm-hmm. you look at NEW and the promotions out in British Columbia. Um, what do you think is making the Pacific Northwest really start to stand out in in a way that it maybe hasn't over over the history of pro wrestling? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know, like, based on what people have told me, there was kind of a lull in the area for a bit. But something that a lot of times people will come in, travel into Oregon to wrestle. A lot of things that set us apart is the fan base, just mm-hmm. how they're so into and, and invested in what's going on in front of them. And they're wild. Like all the fans are so nice. They're so energetic when you're on a show. And I yeah. think that's part of the reason that we're standing out a little bit more is just how well our crowds react and how well our crowds support all of us. And I think just the people who are lasting and staying in wrestling are building that network. That's a lot more supportive than it probably was in the past. Mm -hmm. Now, when you talk about crowds, obviously I have to ask you about your experiences with defy wrestling. That was how I first got to know your work. Obviously shout out to Taryn Mm -hmm. from accounting. Um, Take me through (laughs) your experience there. And and, uh, of course, selfishly tell me about your match with TFA. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So it was wild. Cause like, aside from prestige, like defy was also one of those shows, few shows that were like the first exposure for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had so many friends that I had met just from going to Defy shows. Like one of my closest friends, he and I met from going to shows. Um, So suddenly they see me from um, just being on the sidelines to being in the ring. There's quite a few people who were flipping out and cheering super loud because that it's crazy to see somebody in the crowd and then suddenly they're the ones wrestling. Um, Yeah. So super meaningful. It's just like, it's almost like a family to me. Mm -hmm. So getting to share what I've been doing with them was super cool. And 
I I adore Taryn. I think she's great. <laughs> um, she was super fun to get to wrestle, and I just I just love Taryn from accounting. It's so it's so unique, so different. And she's a lot of fun to more. get to work with. Yeah. Couldn't agree with you more. Is there maybe anybody that you're looking to work with over the next little bit, whether year, couple years, whatever it may be? There's a lot of talent up here in the Pacific Northwest right now. And <laughs> I, I know I'm stating the obvious and saying that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I always love getting to go out to new areas and getting to work people, newer people, because, you know, you get the way you get better is by getting to wrestle with all kinds of people. Um, There's a lot of people in Canada because now I got my passport. I can actually travel again. Um, But like Nicole Matthews, for sure. I would love to get to work with her someday. Um, And honestly, I I don't like have a list. For me, in my head, I'm just like, I want to keep working new people, if that makes sense. Wherever (laughs) it may be, whatever the destination is, new people mm-hmm. yeah very cool now the one thing i do have to ask before we close her out here and again thank you so much for the time it is always appreciated yeah. but um just two words squirrel whisperer <laughs> um yeah so i i have a um quite a love for what i call the forbidden cats of nature which is raccoons squirrels possums we kind of uh Maybe not, maybe not the cleanest. Um, yeah, not the traditional <laughs> cat, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, so they're the forbidden cats. Um, but when I um, was in college, I there was a lot of squirrels at this one park I would go to. And so I would do, like, do a little clicking noise. Like, and I would just, all of the squirrels would swarm me. <laughs> um, and they would just hang out with me. And so that was kind of my thing. I would always tell people, hey, look what I can do. And I just click and all the squirrels would just come running up. Um, some so yeah. some people cut bottles uh, bottles of champagne with a knife. You can call squirrels. Yeah, this is my hidden <laughs> talent. <laughs> it ain't a bad hidden talent by any means. And I think it's a wonderful way to close it out. Amira, again, thank you so much for the time today. If people want to yeah. see you wrestle, if people want to keep track of you online or support in any way they can, pro wrestling, tease, anything in between, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, so I am on Instagram at Amira is Squirrel. The <laughs> um, and then I am on Twitter at Amira is Wrestler. Um, there is another Amira in the UK. <laughs> we discovered that recently. Um, so just make sure you get that is in between Amira and Wrestler and you'll get the right one. Um, and yeah, I have a pro wrestling tea store. It's pretty easy to find me on there. Um, and you can find me on Facebook as well. If you look for Amira, it's I come up pretty easily. You're good to go, and you'll get all those links in the little description bio, whatever they call it on the YouTube machine. I'm not good with tech, <laughs> I just like talking to people, and I really enjoyed talking <laughs> to you today. Thanks once again for the time, and friends, thank you once again for tuning into an interview here on Love Wrestling. If you want to support us, head anywhere podcasts are played, videos are viewed, or awesome content is created by awesome people at Love Wrestling CA. For Amira, I've been Spencer Love. Thanks once again. We'll catch you on the next one.